Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Dr. Kelly Leach still ahead on uh, the show today. There have been some people who've sent me emails, and they've suggested that Dr. Leach's chances of the leadership of the Conservative Party may have improved with the departure of Kevin O'Leary. I don't know. We'll see what you say. Uh, 800-263-2428 is my number, 800-263-2428, particularly Alberta. What have you heard? I hear from Albertans more than I hear from anybody else. And they're very strongly opinionated. You people in Alberta are the most strongly opinionated folks in the country, other than maybe in Quebec. And I always appreciate it when you tell me I should move out there. I don't know if so you can get at me faster or whether you really want me to live next door to you. Anyhow, thank you for that. But how satisfied are you with what Maxime Bernier said, if you're an Albertan? Not also the rest of the country. Does he sound like the man who should lead the Conservative Party of Canada? And is he, the man, is he the man to win in Quebec and win in Alberta? We also heard from Andrew Scheer, who's running for the leadership, member of Parliament, youngest speaker ever in Canada's Parliament at age 35, and we heard from Aaron O'Toole, former Air Force captain, um, Bay Street lawyer. Uh, f- yeah, I think he was a lawyer, wasn't he, or f- in, in the financial business. And, of course, Veterans Affairs Minister, so I want you to hear just a couple of, a little bit from each one, and then we'll go to your calls. And we'll start, we'll do it in the order that we we spoke with our guests. Here's a little bit of what Andrew Shear said to us. The, the toughest thing we're going to have in 2019 as a country is that we'll have had four years of Justin Trudeau making Canada more uncompetitive as we sit beside and our neighbors to uh, a country with a president who, uh, whatever you might think of his, his views, is making the American economy much more competitive. He, he's, he's deregulating, he's lowering taxes, he's, he's refusing to impose a carbon tax on the American people, and we're going to have the exact opposite up here. We're having a country that, a uh, government that is imposing new taxes, raising payroll taxes, and so in 2019, to, to create those jobs, we, we need to make our, our economy more, more able to, to compete. We're going to have yeah. to lower those taxes and, and attract that investment. And, and that's going to be the, the toughest challenge for an incoming conservative prime minister. Yeah. So there's Andrew Scheer. And then I spoke with Aaron O'Toole, and I asked Mr. O'Toole particularly about the defense minister and what he do about him. Uh, I would ask for his resignation. I would hope Minister Sejan offers it. You know, I've, I've praised his service in the House of Commons because I admire people that serve, and I, I like Minister Sejan. But when you overstate your role in, a, in probably the most important operation since the, since the Korean War, the Medic Pocket in Bosnia, um, I think you lose the confidence of the people even you served with. So how can he remain the minister? So I, I hope he does the right thing, but certainly if he doesn't, the prime minister should ask for it. Aaron O'Toole, and we just spoke with Maxime Bernier, and I asked Mr. Bernier specifically about the oil industry and about Alberta. Here's what he said. I want to phase out any industry. That will be the free markets who will do that if something happens. 
So I'm for a pipeline. I think it is important to have a pipeline for uh, the unity of our of our country. So, and he also said no special consideration for Denny Coderre, no special consideration for Quebec, and pointed out that 71% of Quebecers in a poll in the province not long ago said they wanted their oil from Canada, not from other parts of the world. But in the meantime, we still have these oil tankers rolling up and down the St. Lawrence River into and out of Montreal Harbor with their oil going to the refinery in Montreal, where our Canadian oil from Alberta is blocked at least as far as the pipeline is concerned, by the ever-rotund mayor of Montreal, Danny Coderre, who from the very fact, I'm not going to go on too long here, but I want to say this, from the very fact of the tragedy at Lac Megantic should be in favor of a Canadian pipeline that is built by Canadians, and that is regulated by Canadians. Mr. Kader, you know that, I know that. Why is there no complaining about tankers up and down the St. Lawrence? What if one of those puppies springs a big leak? Why are we buying our oil from the Middle East and from North Africa? Why? No one's sufficiently well answered that question for me yet. So, what do you guys think about, um, and gals, think about Maxime Bernier, Aaron O'Toole, Andrew Shear, and we're going to be hearing from Kelly Leach later on. Let's go to your calls at 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Did you hear what you wanted to hear from any of them? And if you happen to be a liberal supporter... Yes, liberal supporters do listen to this program. If you are a liberal supporter or a New Democratic supporter, and we have New Democrats listening to this program, and I appreciate that. Let's hear your thoughts. But I just liked what I heard. I liked what I heard from Maxime Bernier about Denny Coderre not getting any special consideration because he happens to be a fellow Quebecer. Perry's in Saskatchewan, been holding on a long time. Perry, thank you for the call. Please go ahead, sir. Well, I, um, I'm really disappointed in Kevin dropping out. I think he totally misread this. If he would have won the leadership of the Conservative Party, Right now, Ontario is done with Liberals and NDPs. They were going to make a strong shift to progressive conservatives. And if he would have became leader, a lot of the supporters for Maxime Bernier would have voted for him in Quebec. But the rest of Canada, I've never seen the rest of Canada so upset at this point with Quebec when we found out how much money they're getting in transfer payments. And um, when now all of us are feeling down, we take great offense to that, and I feel the only way that Maxime Bernier will get his seats in Quebec is tilt towards Quebec. So I think Kevin O'Leary, and I've been hearing from other people, they were going to vote for him, vote for him, vote for him, full, full tilt, full throttle. There was no, there was no doubt in uh, Kevin O'Leary's mind when he spoke to us yesterday, and I played back part of it today. There was no doubt in his mind that he was going to win the rest of Canada. He just didn't believe that he had the necessary ammunition, if you will, to win in Quebec, at least he didn't need to win in Quebec, but he needed to have a significant a percentage of the vote and he needed to have a, a number of seats so that he'd be viable in the rest of the country. If you don't win a seat or win very few seats in Quebec, and I know that Stephen Harper only won seven in 2011, but if you win very few seats in Quebec, 
then you're not going to win a majority government in Canada. It's just not going to happen. Just like if you win very few seats in Ontario, you're not going. You're not going to. You're not going to form a majority government. I know it upsets people in Manitoba and in Saskatchewan and Alberta and in the Atlantic provinces, and rightly so. Rightly so. But that's the way it is. Go ahead, Perry. Um, so you don't believe if he made a strong? Um, I don't know. I, it's a good question. I don't know. You can win. Like one province can't take all of Canada. I don't know. See. Uh, I keep saying that I lived in Quebec for 10 years until a few months ago. And I have a better understanding, even though I grew up there, I have a better understanding of Quebecers now. And really, they've kicked the Parti Quebecois in the backside. They kicked the Bloc Quebecois in the backside. They're basically telling separatists, your yesterday's news, get lost. At least that's the way it appears now. So I would have thought that if Kevin O'Leary had been had been showing that he had a particular interest in the dedication to learning French and having an understanding of Quebec, this is a guy who was born in Montreal, I think that he could have made a significant impression on Quebecers and won seats in Quebec. Yeah, I do believe that. And he may have once Bernie was out of the picture. Now we'll never know. No, but they, they talked to each other about that. You know, uh, Kevin O'Leary asked Bernie, asked Maxime Bernier, if he'd step aside and then support Kevin O'Leary. And uh, Maxime Bernier wasn't willing to do that. And I understand why he wouldn't. Anyway, it is what it is, Perry. Well, you know what? Trump did the hard work and he proved it. Uh, shame on Kevin O'Leary. Should have dug in and worked. Have you heard, have you heard, did you hear enough from Andrew Shear, who's one of yours in Saskatchewan, right? Right. So have you heard enough from Andrew Shear, Aaron O'Toole, Maxime Bernier, uh, and maybe Kelly Leach, who's going to be on with us in about 15 minutes, have you heard enough to say that any one of them could win and become prime minister, or any of the other uh, um, contenders for the Conservative Party leadership? No, I have not, and um, for two reasons. Number one is Kevin O'Leary is the only one that brought out issues to me that just really hit home. Yeah, but he's gone. He's, he's gone, okay, Perry. He's, he's gone. gone. I know. But none of the others interested me. And I think that um, between hit, uh, Trudeau and him down in the East right now is Trudeau is elected and he can buy his way. To you believe that Justin Trudeau is going to win again in 2019 because Kevin O'Leary stepped aside? Absolutely. All right. I appreciate the call, Perry. Thank you. Yep. Oh. Have a great day, sir. Thank you. There's Perry in Saskatchewan. Wherever you are in this great country of ours, we are going to be voting sooner than later. And this particular chase for the leadership of the Conservative Party has become more interesting because Kevin O'Leary said no. Let me just, uh, I'll go to your calls. Let me just, those of you on the line, stay there. Let me just have a quick look at Twitter here. And see what we have as far as uh, our guests are concerned. From uh, Wilmot, if screening immigrants were one of Mr. Bernier's policies, I would vote for him. If not, my vote will be for Kelly Leach. From, uh, let me see, from Reinhardt, who is... Speaking with that, Maxime Bernier, but, oh, no, that was mine. That's what I tweeted. So where are we going here? Uh, from uh, Victoria59L, great interview. Would like would have liked to know from Bernier how he would handle open borders with illegal crossings, what to do with them. He, we asked him that last time. I believe his answer was that he would enforce 
uh, border law and border rules. Uh, from Jones Vox, thanks for the great interview with that Maxim Bernier. Also nice to hear from Aaron O'Toole and Andrew Shear and uh, CPC Majority 2019. From uh, TG113, and I happen to know this is someone in Alberta, you have my vote, Maxime. Alberta oil economic success for us all. And then uh, one more from Wilmot. I just listened to your discussion with Maxime Bernier. I don't know much about him, but I see why he's in the lead. That could be one of the issues for Maxime Bernier, and that is that a lot of people don't know very much about him. But if you go back to the Harper government, when he was foreign minister, he was one of the, uh, the, the stars in ascendancy. But then there was the incident with his lady friend and he leaving classified information at her home, and she had links to organized crime to biker gangs. And so that was the end of uh, the foreign minister's gig, as you can imagine. 800-263-2428, 800-263-2428. More of your calls, disappointment in O'Leary, or okay with O'Leary leaving? Who do you see winning the Conservative Party leadership, and do the Conservatives have enough firepower to dislodge just Odin. Want a selfie? Trudeau. We'll be back in a minute. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.